Welcome to the Kitchen Island Podcast. Good evening, Kippers. I know you guys are thinking, what happened to the Kitchen Island Podcast? You know what I mean? They had a lot of listens. They were moving up that Apple Podcast rankings. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. Guys, we took a little bit of break. Life happens. And um, not dead. Exactly. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> you didn't get shut down. <laughs> but um, guys, we, we're going to throw this together because um, Liverpool just beat Villarreal to make it to the Champions League final. So we figured we'd talk about that a bit and uh, other footy related topics. And to help me through this, as you guys heard, I have Tommy online. How are you doing, brother? Hey, I'm pretty good. And of course, Kiana. Hello. I missed you guys. Kiana from the from the six still out yeah, there from the six yeah <laughs> see where we're oh but I can't say we're international but you know what different cities different yeah. codes okay for yeah. sure true Listen, different area codes yeah yeah I mean we gotta build some credit here you know we gotta keep, keep on. Yeah. um guys so I'm thinking Liverpool let's talk a bit of uh, promotion relegation um some some uh, Scottish news, uh, you know what we rarely do. But let's talk a bit about United and and our, our boy CR, and uh, and I mean our boy. I'm just kidding, but um, <laughs> and you know what? I've, I'm pretty sure something else will come up. So uh, Kippers, you're in for uh, a football filled hour because we've got 40 minutes. We can't afford to go premium on Zoom, so let's do this. In- <laughs> Uh, Tommy, Tommy, I'm going to bring you in first. Liverpool, Villarreal, we, you know, there's a, there's a lot of talk, uh, obviously on talk sports, that idiot, I forget his name, was talking about how Villarreal was a disgrace for the way they performed, this and this and that. Um, so there's a lot of talk about that. Um, but Villarreal deserved to be in the semis against Liverpool, 100%. Uh, but the game, the first game was clearly dominated by, by the Reds and walking with 2-0 was actually pretty flattering to Villarreal, in my opinion. So walking into this game, um, Tommy, uh, the stadium is much smaller, much more intimidating. How did you feel? Even, even like, I, know, I, I was expecting, I was sort of thinking we would, it would probably end a draw uh, in this game and we would go through on aggregate. I was looking at it. I mean, you mean, you know, Emery knows the card he's dealt. He's playing with, you know, a bunch of former Tottenham and Arsenal rejects like he's going to have to shut shop and true, play true. a little bit defensive in order to you know and find their chance like in the first game they played very defensive hoping to escape with a draw or maybe a smash and grab but they ended up losing 2-0 so I figured they're going to have to go a little bit more open but I still thought it was going to be a tight game and um, you know and yeah and it but you know they surprised us in the first half absolutely absolutely Canna that lineup what did you think uh, I, I really only caught wind, uh, from, from our chat, what was even going on. I, it's not that I lost track of, of the game time. I was like in line in a store and I'm looking, I have my lineup still to set up. So I looked and I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I, I want to see, I just want to see DS start. And it, it's not even like, okay. um, it, it, it has nothing even to do with just like the, the allure of the new guy, like there's just something about his, his chemistry on the field like this. It's not even like a, a hunger. Like this guy's just relentless. He's fearless. Like he's just going for it, but he's not selfish. Like his awareness, he can dribble like, oh man, we have a really, really special team, but just his addition. Like I want to see him start all the time yeah. until he cannot start. Like, there's just something about him. I, I no discredit to, to Jota at all, but I just feel like there's certain games where you want him to come off the bench and then add a spark, because if that goal doesn't come quickly with him, then there's just little funny stuff that start to happen around him, maybe a funny foul, but I, I was okay with the, the, I was okay with the lineup, but I would have preferred Diaz to start. And it's like, Again, and he he gives us another reason why he should like. I, I love a show off, and after I saw him do that that little touch, I was like, okay, you have my heart. Nobody's gonna talk to me about Diaz anymore. I that guy's special, man. I'm so impressed with him. I'm so impressed with him. 
but tell me, tell me the way I feel just building on what Kiana said, the, the way I feel about Shota starting is I told you guys in the group, like, I don't mind him starting. I get it. It's because we are blessed right now with informed players. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, so when you see Jota starting, you're just like, yeah, okay, that's fine with me. You know what I mean? He, he, he could potentially bang in a goal or two. Uh, but, you know, just to echo what Kiana said, like Diaz has, has something else. And Tommy, I, I think it might be maybe how he kind of came through the ranks in, in Colombia and all that. How he was, he was uh, how what, what, street trained, I guess we'll say, in terms of his football, right? So there's a sense of, like Kiana said, fearlessness. Yeah, and he has a, Diaz plays with this like boundless enthusiasm and energy and mm. just looks like he's having fun all the time. But yeah. I can see the logic behind for starting Jota because Jota does have a really good track record of scoring key goals. You know, you know, Diaz, you know, as much as he scores a fair amount of goals here and there, he's only been with us for a few months and maybe Klopp's a bit like, I know I can, I'm much more, I can, he, maybe, uh, maybe Klopp trusts Jota a little bit more to mm-hmm. come up with that key goal because Jota will be able to like jump in with that header and expecting, you know, a, a tight game a player that's better at heading like Jota it might would be a better option than a player that's more of a dribbler than Diaz to start. It would be the, would have been my reasoning why that was a thought yeah. process. No, no, definitely. And um, the back four is the back four. That's, that's fine there. Uh, the midfields. Um, I, I was completely fine with that too. Um, but then Tommy, we got the game started. We got the game started <laughs> and holy crap guys. Did, did we, did we ever look um, shell shock, nervous, uh, uh, this sloppy, just everything negative that I can think about uh, in, 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 a, in a sense that you don't want your team to start. That's the way Liverpool started. Yeah, well, Liverpool looked a little bit sluggish right at the off, right off the off the kickoff, and then Real punished us right away. Oh, yeah. And that third minute goal had the team rattled because you could see there was lots of defensive mistakes. Trent was getting caught out of position. Robertson's getting caught out of position. Um, um, Keita was making had made some bad passes. There's some other bad, you know, some other mistakes being had. It was just a lot of mistakes, and it all stemmed down to that early goal going in, and the yeah. team looked rattled. Had we made, had we managed to hold out the first ten minutes, I don't think we would have conceded yeah. at all. But again, it was it was right, quite interesting because we couldn't. Oh man, the midfield disappeared. Um, I felt that Thiago was the only one trying. And while he was trying, he was being sloppy. You know what I mean? So it was really, you know, you know what, just generally speaking, I'm not going to lie. Um, I kind of, you know, I kind of hit the panic button a bit. I'm like, oh, you crap. did. You I, scared me. I, yeah. I, ran out of, I ran out of healthy planet. Shout out healthy planet. We love you here. I was like, I got to drop my stuff. And I was like, guys, what's going on? What's going on? The woman's like, can I help you? I'm like, not right now. Yeah, wait a second. Out. You didn't take the self-checkout? No, we, we deal with people in, in Healthy Planet. No, no, <laughs> not that type of automation. But she's like, ma'am, I can help you. I'm like, no, no, I've got to sort something out. And I was like, what is going on, guys? But you know what? It's like, I, I want to say that it's not surprising to me that if a team hits first, like all of a sudden, it's just like, what did they just do that to us? And then everybody's looking at like, when I went back and saw the replay, cause I only came in um, just after half, just after it was just like, when you were like, I think the, the, the midfield's got to change. I was like, no, no, that's a strong ass midfield. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we just got stung and we're just trying to sort it out because it's like, when I, when I, when I, watch just how scattered and like disconnected and everybody's looking at everybody like what what just happened there and it reminded me kind of like um when we played man city and it was just like that first shot then it was just like oh boy the passes start getting sloppy then all of a sudden no one's moving towards the ball you're you're thinking that someone's gonna be somewhere and i'm just like wow that's really not us but then you come back in the second half and then it's just like seamless and i was just like it's um, please, please. I'm like, no, that is a strong ass midfield. Like I trust that that's the midfield that I want to see start all the time. So I'm like, what happened? And I, I watched it back and just like Tommy had just said, it was just, um, yeah, it was just carelessness. Like everybody was kind of just like, Oh, whoops, that happened. And I was like three minutes, like, come on guys. It's, it's hard. It's hard. I, I agree with you. 100%. That's our best midfield. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I will never argue that, uh, with you. Uh, but sometimes, you know, um, players can get stage fright. 
and I and I and I want to emphasize that I thought the first half was collectively an issue. I, mm-hmm. I didn't. I I really felt like things could be tweaked, but there's not one player where I said like this guy is sinking us. No, no, no. Collectively, mm-hmm. we, we were terrible. Um, but I I honestly, Tommy, after that first goal went in, the second goal, I thought <laughs> we're Barcelona. We are Barcelona. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> seriously thought yeah especially after the second one went in and there was a penalty show which was never a penalty but as much yeah. as the real players complained about it i but after especially after the second one where it was such a where uh cockley had a free header yep. because more laziness lazy defending and i was thinking we got more mistakes in us something's got to change something's got to give in the second mm-hmm. half or else yeah we're going to this is going to this game's going to end three or four nil and we're going out yeah Exactly. I mean, Canada. So the sub comes in, right? The, the halftime sub. Um, Diaz comes in. Um, true. True. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I thought, okay, this isn't enough. Yes, this is good, but this is enough. But you know what? This is why Klopp is Klopp, and he he pretty much like you know gave one of those little calma kind of kind of yeah. vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and yeah. said like, watch watch this team do their thing. And Canada, they, they definitely did. They definitely did. And, you know, it's like to see at, at one point I was like looking, everybody knows Mane is my favorite player. So I'm like, where, where is he? Like he is dropped so deep now sometimes, but it it's just like, I, I like having Diaz on, I, I like the chemistry that he has with, with mm-hmm. Mane. He has good chemistry. I feel like all around, but I like that chemistry and I like where, where Mane is right now. And it, it pro- seems to be, um, something that is really starting to, to push, I wouldn't say push the team, but like you, you have Mane in a space where I feel like he's, he's really dangerous. And Diaz is the type of player. He, he just looks like he wants to go at you, like give him a reason Absolutely. to go straight at you. And he, he'll dribble through like even that, that, did you guys notice how soaking wet that field was? Like, yes. was, like what is that? Apparently, it was pouring though. In, yeah, in, a huge a, it was pouring in that, in, uh, in that part of Spain. Yeah, oh, it man. wasn't. It wasn't that they watered the field. No, no, it was just it was rainy, rainy, rainy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. all right. I was about to go off, but okay. Yeah, no, no. Way to reel me back in. But that that one opportunity where Diaz like dribbled through like three people and then he went to go take like he's so disciplined and I think to me that's the difference between him and Jota. Not that. Jota's undisciplined, but there's just a lot more discipline when it comes to the decision making, even like the the fouls and where he's looking and how he's progressing the ball. Like sometimes I I kind of feel like if that goal doesn't come quick for Jota, then it's kind of just like where is he? Like what? Where is he? Yeah. What is he doing? Where where is he on the pitch at this point? Could, so, could we say Tommy that maybe Jota's you know leaning towards more of a traditional number nine? Mm. Yeah. And mm. he, he's a bit more of a he's not he's more of a goal poacher than mm. Diaz is. And he, he does that job very well, but it's a different style of play. Yeah. That's yeah. that's why I feel that sometimes um Klopp sorta and to, to a certain extent, of course, uh, he expects Tim to bring some form of that Fermino rule. Mm. I could see that. But Fermino can only do a Fermino, let's be honest. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so, so well, it is true. unfair for us to kind of uh, judge him on that uh, on on a role that he's not sure of, but i i totally get it that um uh that's it's he different sorry diaz definitely brings something different than, than jota um but bring you back to mane uh, just kind of put in perspective how bad the first half was mane had 21 touches and was dispossessed 16 times yikes it's not so so this and that's not only money i'm just t- telling you like the, the whole you just wanted you just wanted to bring some light to my favorite player. After no, me. it's more just show how how off the whole whole team was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and same thing. Well, like Keita's stats, I don't have in front, but he was wasn't that guy. But it just showed that the Klopp kept with them, and Keita settled down. The midfield settled down. Thiago settled down. You know, what I mean, even Fabinho. So it was it was quite something else. And I think um, you know after the first goal went in two one. Um, that puts us back in, into the lead, right? And just based on how the game was going, like Liverpool flexed their quality and they showed that why they are that much ahead of Villarreal, in my opinion. 
And we talk, as much as we talked about Liverpool being rattled by a goal going in, Villarreal, particularly Villarreal's goalie was really rattled. Oh, yes. Because, because that goal, the goal, the first goal, um, the Fabinho goal, that was one that probably should have been saved. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a howler per se, but it wasn't great goalkeeping. And then he just lost his composure, the goalie, and he became a bomb scale scare for the rest of the game. Do you yeah. guys that, do you think maybe, and, and I have to rewatch it, did the weather play a factor in their first goal? Because if if um, Fabinho skid it off the ground, the shot, you know what I mean? Like once it hits a wet surface, it flies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you yeah. guys hear? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, one more time. One more time. <laughs> we need to record that and then make it like a little sound bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it skids off the ground. So maybe that's why I went through it. Like, now I have to rewatch it. That you know, maybe I'm I'm being too generous to the goalie. The second one, though, I have to admit, like, it's close-range header. If it went through his leg, like, ah, you, you can't play the goal, in my, in my personal opinion. It's close-range. Yeah. No, the second one, yeah, that's fair point of the second one. And then for the – there's a screenshot I took, and it was, like, it was it was this guy on, on Twitter who pretty much posted for the third goal. Um, it said, see, your problem is – that your goalie is never a good thing when your goalie's out here and you see that he's like, <laughs> he's, he's, oh my goodness. But uh, Tommy, I definitely agree. Um, the, the goalie definitely, definitely uh, uh, screwed up, screwed up in the second half. He, he, and he got rattled, he lost his composure. And there's a couple other moments too where he had lost his composure um, and it could have been, we could have gotten a couple of another, at least one more. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he wasn't the only one that lost his composure because near the end, after after went three two, VRL got nasty, got dirty. Oh, yeah. He, you know, it wasn't just yeah. the. We're not just talking about the, the the actual red card. There's a couple other moments. I mean, Kapui, you know, just Kapui just. Hey, look! Shout out to Kap to Kapui. He um, Kapu Kapui Kapu. Uh, um, two assists, one red card. Yeah, yep. it's a decent day at the office. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little, a little decent there, but um, you know, that I don't, the, despite that, I think we can still kind of. It ended up being maybe three dirtyish tackles, I would say. So, overall, it was still, in my opinion, it was still, it was still pretty decent. Um, you know, I, I have a I've watched Villarreal before, but I've never actually put into uh, I, I didn't know, sorry, how small they actually are. And the support they actually have as a club is basically only their their town, if I'm not mistaken, right? So I, I think to kind of take a step back, guys, and realize like, hey, listen, credit to them for making it this far. That that, that could have been a Cinderella story. It could have been. I mean, they are in terms of like size of a club, they are in the same sort of size of a club as a Leicester City or right. a team of that you know size, you know. A city of the you know twenty three thousand capacity stadium, city of a couple hundred thousand people, or maybe a little more or less than that. But you know, it's not a big club mm-hmm. uh, in terms in the grand scheme. But they've done really well for a long time, and you know, this really is the redemption of Unai Emery because I mean, he was he you know maybe just the English media being overly harsh on him. But yeah, he didn't leave Arsenal um, with a great rep- with his rep- very good reputation, and he's really redeemed himself there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I I don't think I've ever clowned Unai. I don't think I ever have. I, I think he's he's always been decent. Um, he, he has, I guess, maybe at the end of the day, um, a lot of journals or, or the, the footy community doesn't always give credit to how good he was in the Europa League, let's say. Oh, right, yeah, so. and how well he did at, um, yeah, at Sevilla and, you know, yeah. I think it's a bit of a, a, a bias against Johnny Horner too. I mean, if it was, right. if this, if this was, you know, Steve Johnson who had done similar things with Newcastle or something like that, then he'd get a lot more credit than, you know, Emery, Agreed. Spanish guy with Sevilla. Yeah. <laughs> who always starts his interview with good evening. You know, they really, they really, <laughs> They really fed on, on that, but it's just that's just Spanish politeness, right? Like that's just yeah. it's just the yeah. way it, it is. Um, okay, let, let me hit you with some facts before we wrap up this part. Um, Danny Alves, Roberto Carlos. Oh yeah, this is as per Squawka. Um, so Alves, uh, Roberto Carlos, Ashley Cole, and Philip Lam each played three Champions League finals in their career. At twenty three, Trent has qualified has now qualified for his third. Yeah, huge, 
huge. That's massive. Um, got another one. Klopp is the first manager to ever reach uh, the FA Cup final, um, the Carabao Cup final, whatever it's called now, and the Champions League in the same season. Mm-hmm. So that, that's another big one there. Um, and then that's just, oh yeah, Real accumulated 0.0 XG, which is expected goals <clears throat> in the second half against Liverpool, just as they did in the first leg. <laughs> so again, if those, I would say that Villarreal won 45 minutes so one half of the four that we played, that, that Liverpool played them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a fair assessment. So, yeah. Back to I, reality. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it, Kenna. I, I think at the end of the day, we can say that um, they stepped up, they were found wanting, and good for you, and come back next year, you know, kind of thing. Because and, and that's why I kind of posted, I said, like, credit, but they're not at our level. No. Yeah, nope. exactly. Uh-huh. But for their level, I mean, they've done really well. They qualified for Europe. They, yep. um, you know, they made the uh, Europa League final last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, just uh, yeah, mm-hmm. they've done they've done well. Yeah, they took out UV and Bayern on the way too, right? Yeah. So, so that's that's credit there. Can um, I add a trend shout out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I posted something earlier today. Um, so they said if he wins the FA Cup, he's won every trophy for his own club by twenty three. Isn't that yeah. insane? It's nuts. It's nuts. Like Ballon d'Or. <laughs> he, he, he can win it, man. If it's anybody that's going to be not a forward, it and and get it, it would be from our club. No lie. I I'm I can't even. It's he's not even. He, he's still on the rise. Like I he he's young, and I feel yeah. like every year he's just stronger and stronger, and it's just something else that you're just like okay in each of those. Um, in each of those 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 trophies, he's played a like a, a critical role to it. That's the thing. Twenty three. Yep. I, I think. And the things where he still has to work on are things that are teachable. Things like defensive yes. positioning, because I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I, he's he does sometimes still get caught out of position. It happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we're like the second goal in this game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but we've spoken about it plenty of times, Tommy. It's just a, it's live by the sword, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so. I wonder, hmm, I think we'd have to look deeper in, into that, into like how much more can Trent bust his ass to get back, you know, based on what's expected of him going forward. You know what I mean? That, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think he's sometimes in that regard, he does get unfairly compared to Robertson because Robertson is better at that, but Robertson okay. is a, Robertson has more natural pace than Trent. Mm. Okay. You know? Yeah, fair, fair. Um, so they're going to Paris. Liverpool are going to Paris, and it's either against uh, Real or City. Um, that's that's been an entertainment uh, entertaining uh, tie. Um, it's three two right now for for City going into the Bernabeu. Sorry, four three, four three. Wow, wow, wow. Four three, yeah. Four three. Four, three Even more with, goals. Uh, yeah, four three. Four, three but with no, without a, a but. Yeah, Real Madrid don't get the advantage if um of the away goals rule. Uh, like yeah, that's a that's a big one. We we spoke about this before. I'm maybe it's just I'm not always good with change, but I still kind of like that away goal. But anyway, I, I I love the fact that the away goals rule is gone. Teams can are more likely to be more adventurous. Fair, um, Fair. not especially at home. Fair. So let's let's see how how Real do. You know, they've been they've been really interesting this Champions League, in my opinion. I mean, like somehow just scoring like somehow and it's it's the benzema thing um that's how yeah i am gonna go out and i say i think real's gonna come through i I think they're gonna i think think i think benzema's gonna get get another couple goals and i think that they just the way they often do it at the bernabeo they their their ability to come back in that stadium i think that they're gonna do it yeah no i can get i can get behind that so we'll see and plus as a football romantic <laughs> there is a lot more hype with a real liverpool final than there is a city uh liverpool final in, in my in my humble opinion of course okay. Two of the most successful teams in european history and i think i yeah. forget if i'd have to look it up but if we win this one i think that means we tie milan for second all time oh it was into the european cups finals i believe so i think i think you might be right but yes yeah, yeah. definitely worth the worth a, a fact check um Boom, 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 guys. So that that's it. So we'll see what, how that kind of plays out, plays out. And um, 
basically Liverpool is still in contention. So all four trophies that they can compete with this year, uh, the league is down to one point, which is insane. Um, before we, we move on to other things for the league quickly, um, will City drop points again? I believe they can. I want yeah. them to. I have to believe that they will. Sure. I, I, I want them to. I just feel like anything, it's it's possible. People want to talk about the probability. The 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 probability is that they won't, but it's football. Anything's possible. Yep. Like you just mm-hmm. underestimate a team and just with a different wait, who who are they playing next? Um, so the last four league fixtures are uh Newcastle home, Wolves away, West Ham away, and Aston Villa home. Yeah. Yeah, I want Newcastle to to turn it up on them. Yeah, a little, little, <laughs> little St. Maximum special. You know? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah, I I, I agree. I Joe Linton, light it up. <laughs> it um, would be the most hilarious thing ever if it wasn't either of those guys, if it was um John Joe Shelby who got the yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Ex Liverpool guy like Connor Cody for Wood. Like but John Joe have... Shelby uh, we're getting like a late equalizer for them or something. For, Absolutely. Um but yeah that's a, that's another like uh race to the finish that's really interesting. Um but I just you know yes they can drop points but based on what we're seeing guys I think Liverpool and City are just going to win the remaining games. Just based on how things are going, and obviously, like like Ken said, like you said, footy, but <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's tough, it's tough. All right, guys, let's have a look at uh, the EPL promotion and relegation from the championship. Tommy, I'll let you kind of take this one over. So here's what we know. First of all, Norwich, they're 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 already going down. They <laughs> they could the results went against them and they lost, so they are now 13 points adrift with four to go. So they're going down. Watford are basically down. They need a miracle. They're basically Watford's only chance of not going down is they win all of their games and leads or lose all of their games. Because even if Burnley lose all the games, the goal difference to swing would be mm. too great. But Watford are basically down. Yeah. Um, that leaves really a relegation battle between Burnley, Leeds, and Everton. All so Burnley and Leeds are both on 34 points, Everton on 32. <laughs> Burnley beat Watford. And Everton beat Chelsea at the weekend while uh, Leeds lost. So that brought Leeds back into it. Um, that's going to be a really, really tight battle. Everton do have a game in hand over them, but it's going to be very, very tight there. Uh, coming up, what we do know, Fulham are coming up. Um, and as of uh, today, Bournemouth are coming up. Bournemouth uh, were playing not their uh, Nottingham Forest today, and Bournemouth needed a win, and they got it with an 83rd minute Kiefer Moore winner. So they're coming Ooh. up. Uh, playoffs is going to be confirmed. So Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield are confirmed in the playoffs, and then the final two playoff spots are between Sheffield United, Luton, both on 72 points, and Middlesbrough on 70, and then Millwall with an outside chance on 69 points. Okay. So, so there's one game to go in the championship, uh, and. So what what to look of is that final um, final um, playoff spot. Middlesbrough are on a bit of a hot streak, and Luton are on a bit, on a bit of a cold streak. Luton lost seven nil to Fulham, so Oof. that could so in their last game, which tanked their goal difference. Uh, so that could be an interesting one to watch. So Middlesbrough is interesting to watch. Uh, they play um, Middlesbrough, Luton, Sheffield United, Millwall for the final promotion, the playoff place. Sweet, Tommy. That, that's awesome. Um, you know, one thing I, I must say is uh, they got to do something. These these clubs, these yo-yo clubs, have to do something. You know, with, with trying to to stay up, um, because just I don't know, man. I don't know how they're like pull them coming up. Like, let's try it to to make an effort to stay up. Not that they're not trying. That's a dumb statement. But like, um, they they should plan really to to not be up and down because it kills it kills the momentum I'm surprised they're coming straight back up you know it's rare it's mm-hmm. it's well, rare I mean, it's a thing where they 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 have like norwich is the same way they have a really good like top class championship pl- players that are like top of the championship but mm. not very good in the premier league guys like mitrovic yeah. who's mitrovic yeah. scored 40 some odd goals i was gonna bring up <laughs> 43 but, tommy 43 this guy scores 43 i think the record was in the like uh low 30s yeah, so he scored forty three. Mitrovic scored forty three goals in the championship, but but the previous year when uh, time uh, Fulham got promoted, he scored I think scored thir- scored like twenty nine or thirty in the championship, and then scored didn't do very well in the Premier League. 
So we, we had this. Norwich the same thing. Like like guys like Timu Puki can score a bunch of the championship, but not much. In yeah. The yeah, we, we spoke about this. I mean, we were saying like some players are just championship caliber and that's okay. You know what I mean? That's all right. But um, it, it's hard to depend on, on them if, if that's what you're coming up with. Uh, especially with, with Fulham, like uh, Carvalho, it seems like he's on his way out. Um, don't want to jinx it, but looks like he's Liverpool bound. Um, that kid is Liverpool bound, so that should be big. Uh, look, look at Solanke, 29 goals, Tommy. 29 goals. Yeah, you're, we're talking about Dominic Solanke who... <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought was like, yo, this this guy has a little something, but I don't know if what kind of level he's at here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but look, Dominic Solanke, he cannot score in the Premier League. Yeah. But he scores a bunch in the Championship. Um, yeah. Look at his record; it's all Championship goal. It took him a while to get going, but he scored forty-five goals in the last two seasons in the Championship, and in the Premier League, he scored five. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <just five. laughs> so yeah oh boy um can anything to add to to the promotion relegation who do you how about this how who do you give that last demotion spot to relegation spot i would have liked burnley to be gone straight up uh, fair, fair. <laughs> Like I, 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 I'm like, damn, Burnley does not want to go. I'm like, I want you to go. I just, I'm just, I'm just done with Burnley. Like it, like it's such a dead game to watch sometimes. And like, when I saw the, 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 I, the, the idea of them being on their way out, I was just like, yes. And then I look and I'm like, no, yeah. Burnley lives on. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you just blink and all of a sudden they just turned up the heat and, and all of a sudden I'm like, you won again. What? But I think. You know, I'm, I'm with you because for me, I really, I want to give Leeds another year because yeah. I want to see if they actually invest in the squad. If they don't, then by all means, get out of here. You did this to yourself. Yeah. You know I mean? Like that, that's the way I kind of, I kind of feel with them, but there's something about maybe it's that like Bielsa residue that's, that's still around. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, that makes me, makes me think like there's still that Bielsa feel to the, to the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know. I like it. The other residue <laughs> that's that's lingering at the club that I want them to, to that brings a bit of bias to to me to to see them be a regular in the Premier League. Yeah, they went from mid table last season and then just like on their way out. Like their goal differential scared me. I I thought oh. it was like a typo, and I was like, what? So I was like, no, Everton, no, 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 no. Just be on your way out. I'm fine if they go as well. I, I really don't like that team. But as much as hilarious as it would be for Everton to go down, I think they are gonna stay up. I actually think the team that looks the most likely to go down of the three right now is actually Leeds. It is, yeah. Just the way they're sliding. Like Burnley are just found a way to grind out points mm-hmm. in the late stage, stage of the season. Everton are finally starting to figure shit out a little bit uh leads or not leads or slide yeah. continue to slide i think that leads are in the most trouble yeah three. i would you know what i can that's 100 true that's why i was kind of like oh i want you guys to stay up but you're not looking good man Stuart dallas now has a, a broken leg who went into surgery this week oh. um yeah uh, so that that's rough there i mean have, Bramford Banford is he still playing is it like I know he's been injured but I don't know when he came back did he try to make a comeback Calvin Phillips is back but it might be a little a little too late um so yeah but I mean like we Tommy we spoke about this on other pause and you essentially are riding on uh, a championship quality team in the in the Premier League for a second season and last year I I, I swear I, I said like this is entertaining, but this is not sustainable. This is not sustainable football um, at, at that at this level. Like you, you cannot survive it, in my opinion, at the Premier League level if you're winning games five four, you know, or losing games five four. Like it just you, you can't do it. And and this the sophomore year, I guess we'll call it, is not looking good for them. Yeah, especially I think that the the type of all out play mm. has exposed their questionable squad depth yeah i mean last year everybody was stayed healthy and they had a really good core of players that were able to yeah. stay in the premier league no problem but as soon as starting these guys bamford's out injured um phillips spent a lot of time out injured 
suddenly really exposes the cracks in the squad depth really quickly. And that's where they're yeah. at right now. Rafina's been in and out. Yeah. It's just, you know, when you just see teams and there's certain players where I'm just like, ah, they shouldn't have to be really like, I don't want to see Rafina relegate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, there's, there's a, don't worry about that. There's uh, an exodus. I wouldn't worry. There, if there, you, ha- there has to be, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I'd like them to stay up just because there's just a lot of like, from a, we, we, understand what injuries do to a squad and it's just like it's just so demoralizing and yeah it it, you go from watching them mid-table and then I'm just like I liked watching them they're energetic like they're fast-paced and they had a decent squad but yeah it's like the squad depth once you start to see them just fall like flies it's just like okay where are you gonna get those goals from and it's it's Mm -hmm. They're just getting slapped like four nothing, five nothing. I'm just like, oh no. Yeah, it's a it's a fine line. Once you, Ugh. if you're conceding that many goals, once sort of the goals that if you're relying on being able to outgun players and you lose one or two of your key attackers, then you're in trouble, yep. big time. Uh, guys, let's take a quick break and welcome back, guys. I want to talk some Man United stuff. <laughs> it's gonna be brief. It's gonna be brief. <laughs> I don't even know why I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Ronaldo scoring goals. Ronaldo is scoring goals. And I guess a lot of, uh, you know, social media, United social media and all that stuff are running with this. I guess um, you take the victories when you can, eh, Tommy? Yeah. But, I mean, look, we always said Ronaldo was going to score goals. So that's not the, the big case here. While they're promoting all this stuff that, that you know, that's meanwhile, you have United, what? What place are you looking Let me get the table right now. The they United are, are in sixth. Oh, six, yes. They're in sixth, yeah. yeah. Sixth, and they've played two extra games than Spurs who are in fifth. Two extra games. I mean, look, United has all sorts of issues, right? So, but I do kind of want to bring this up just because you know that um, the fanboys and stuff like that are out there going, see, it's a good thing they signed him. Where would, where would they be without him kind of stuff, right? And in reality, um, they may, maybe, maybe would have been a little worse off, a little, but I, as you were, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know if would they be worse off because what do you lose by focusing your play on Ronaldo? I mean, mm. um, uh, Sancho hasn't produced the number of goals and assists that we were people were expecting because his style of play doesn't suit a style of play that needs Ronaldo. Um, Rashford's form has dropped off. Uh, if you look at some of the other attacking players, Lingard just never hasn't really gotten going um, since returning from West Ham. Uh, Bruno Fernandes is still scoring goals, but a lot of those from penalties. Um, yeah, I, I, what are you losing by focusing your and all your energies on? your attack to Ronaldo yeah. and I think that's the big problem yeah balance the balance of the team um it, it is it is quite interesting and I guess they can I don't know they, they can walk away with more likes or something on 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 Twitter I, I'd like the only and again it's the exactly the same thing we spoke about when he was at UV and it's, it's not to, to hound on him but the only winner in everything is always just going to be Ronaldo you know, yeah. and 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 uh, United are going are going to be going through this again. So I'm really curious to see what um, Eric, what's his last name, Tang, uh, yeah, Ten Hag, yeah, um, is going to bring to to the table next year and see how he actually uh, forms a team. It's going to be quite interesting. But I thought I'd bring that up just because there's a lot of Ronaldo talk with all his goals and. Um, you know, being second behind. Uh, actually, I think Song is Song tied with him. Let me check right now. Yeah, I think it's Salah, Ronaldo, Son. I think there's Son and Ronaldo. Son, Ronaldo, exactly. Son, Son has 19, Ronaldo has 18. Either way, Ten Hag, if Ten Hag doesn't get control over recruitment, yeah. nothing's going to change. It's going to be rinse repeat. They're going to sign a bunch of big name, play, big name players. It's going to be disjointed and they're going to fail. And then the media is going to pillory him. And within a year and a half or two years, he's going to be gone. And it's going to be a new play, person kind of coming, trying to be forced to make do with whatever this hodgepodge of big name big salary players yeah yeah it's 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 i'm i'm not surprised like i 
I almost feel like did, did Ronaldo think that he was going to have to do as much as he's doing when he when he got here? You know, it's like, what was his idea of what this squad was going to do with him? Like he he's really he's really, really carrying the team. And it's like you even see the, the frustration like it, the, I don't know, like when I watch some of the matches, I just kind of like I'm like, I wonder what De Gea is thinking when he sees Maguire like approaching the ball or like like. They just look so frustrated with each other. Then you look at Ronaldo and even the other day when he got called, when he did that little inch sign and he was just like, like offside, yeah, just yeah. by an inch. And he was like, God, he's like throwing up his head, like F off, get out of here. Like I feel it for him because I, I had a friend, um, man, you supporter. And he was just like, he felt like the league was one. And I was just like, because you have Ronaldo, I'm like, maybe some shirt kit sales, but like, that's the least of your problem. You picked up a player that, is going to sell some kits for you. You're probably going to, I'm like, I hope he doesn't get injured trying to save you guys, but like you have to get the ball to him somehow. And you have a big problem in that, that midfield area that you guys have there and your defense and you're, you're in your, in your defensive line. And I, I, I just felt like it was delusional. And um, even mentioning um, the players who are off form with him joining, it's like, I, I, I follow fantasy and, I immediately, the, the moment Ronaldo came in, Greenwood just shut off. So it's just like Greenwood's putting in, was putting in goals at those, the, um, that time. So it's just like, they, they bring him in and it's just like, you're supposed to be putting a team together. That's going to be more attacking and you bring him in and then everybody else just kind of turns off. Like how, how, how does that work? So it's, 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 it's beyond, it's beyond Ronaldo. And if the thought was that he was going to come in to, to help them win the league, like that was just so, so delusional. And just like Tommy said, it's like you, you bring these big name players in and all of a sudden they're the savior that that's who all the focus goes to as if they're supposed to keep the goals out of the net, bring the ball up the field, score the goals. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, you're just missing so many other key components to making this team um, function. And it's, even even with Pogba, I'm like, run Pogba, run! I love Paul Pogba, and it's just like, he, uh, you know, you know what? Uh, Can Pogba's oh, gonna have to have his own pod because <sighs> I've been nothing but vocal about my support for him, and the last couple of years, he's done nothing but slap me in the face. And honestly, to be completely honest, I I need to take a step back and reassess his time at United, and 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 we can talk and give an uh I will give an honest point of view in terms of was he really a success since he's been back or he's been a massive flop I mean like this and a long-term flop at that so um it's it's really something I'm I'm looking forward to to doing oh yeah Yeah. I'd be down going just with the recruitment in the summer I think that people got a little bit over on the hype train because they finished second last year don't forget they finished second last year exactly yeah um but you know they a lot of players have regressed badly this season a lot you know uh, rashford scored 21 goals last year he's got like five this year yeah. i mean i'm not going to touch it get on greenwood because that's a whole different problem yeah. um pogba's regressed um fernandez had 28 goals last year he's got i think what 11 this year um harry Maguire was never that great but he's <laughs> regressed this year uh, Luke Shaw had a brilliant season last year and he's regressed this year. Yeah. Uh, Lindelof has regressed this year. McTominay as well, I think. McTominay is, is really coming on. He's regressed this year. Uh, Fred is sort of said the same. I mean, that's not exactly a high bar. compliment. <laughs> I mean, Juan Basaka hasn't yeah. been, he's that doesn't fit the style very well because he's more, a more defensive minded right back. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just disjointed and so many players have regressed this year yeah yeah, so. yeah. like De Gea Ronaldo and it's like everything in between it's just like where 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 who stays who goes who's gonna improve who can improve that team is in shambles yeah, yeah and I mean they got a lot of guys that are gonna leave I mean they do need to clear I mean Juan Mata's on his way out um they still got Nemanja Matic who is in his 30s um, I think he's done too, though. Yeah, Nemanja Matic. I think he's yeah. done. Uh, Pogba's going to go. 
Um, they do have a, some good young players that they get an opportunity. Um, Ilanga, he looks promising. Yeah. Um, Hannibal! <laughs> that Hannibal. guy. <laughs> Hannibal's the man. When Hannibal came on with that hair, I said, wow, he was just like... Listen, honestly, listen, for, for, for someone who, who used to have like long hair and play long hair, I have no, ideas how, no idea how these guys don't tie up their hair and play well. You know what I mean? The, the, the David Luiz of the world, the, the Colochinis of the world, um, um, what's his name? Bujol, you know, yeah. all those players with this long, wavy, curly hair, and it's just swinging left. I'm like, how do you guys play? Yeah. Like, I, it's hard. It's insane. It doesn't even make like when I had that, I had to put my hair back. I had to. I'm like, there's no way I can pull this off. But anyway, we, we digress. Um, <laughs> here at the kitchen iPod, we're talking about everything. Um, <laughs> but no, but seriously, I, I'm with you guys on, on all the men United take. Uh, Ronaldo scoring goals, but not really benefiting the team as a whole as a whole is what's been expected, and that's kind of what you paid for. So you're just helping him to write his name in whatever record books he, he keeps writing uh, them in. Um, but yeah, um, Tommy, want to, want to move on to Scotland? We haven't touched Scotland, yeah, have we? Yeah, I'll, I'll the Scottish. Things. First of all, some news that has, will help Scottish clubs was, is that Russia's been, Russian clubs are officially mm-hmm. banned from all UEFA competitions next year, which means that Scottish clubs yeah. boost up a position in the rankings, meaning that the champion of Scotland, uh, goes into the, directly into the group stage of, uh, the Champions League. Uh, second place is guaranteed. Second and third place are guaranteed group stage football in Europe next year. Great. So, so what we do know is that Hearts are definitely finishing third. So they are either going to get into the group stage of the Europa League or the Conference League. Uh, second place, which is likely to be Rangers, are going to go. They think they have a chance to qualify for the Champions League, or and if they don't do that, then they'll end up in the group stage of the Europa League. And then the champion yeah. likely to be Celtic are going to be in uh, the Champions League. Uh, moved one place closer to winning the title by not losing against Rangers in the final Old Firm game of the season on Sunday. It was ended up in a one-one draw at Celtic Park. So Celtic, with three games to go, Celtic are six points clear um, and with a much better goal difference. So they can clinch it next weekend uh, when they play. Uh, who do they play uh, in their next game against uh, Hearts? They play Hearts at home, and if they they will beat win Hearts, beat Hearts, they are in. The Champions League and win the Champions League, win the league. You know, I with European teams, I know obviously some European leagues are smaller than others, but I I truly always thought that if you finish top of your league, you should go into Champions League. I, I've always kind of thought that, but then you know, put into perspective, like the top of Luxembourg or 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 Kazakhstan, you know, I I get that, but some something I. I a league like the Scottish League, I always thought like I put it air quotes. I think they're they're big enough. The quality is good enough to to go into champion at least the first first place team, in my opinion. I personally agree in that more champion league, more teams that win the league deserve a chance at direct qualification to the championship. Yeah, right now it's only the top ten leagues that get at least one guaranteed spot. I think it should at least go down maybe the top fifteen or sixteen, and then make fourth place in like the premier league and la liga have to qualify again yeah because that was the thing is that the smaller leagues lost automatic qualification at for the benefit of bigger leagues getting more absolutely automatic group stage uh qualification rangers rangers can also go to the champions league though tommy because they're currently one nil down against rb rb lightson in the in the semifinals of the europa so there's still hope there and they, they still have a chance to get to the Champions League by qual- going through qualifying yes. rounds. True, true, true. But true. if they, but they are, do have a legit chance of winning the Europa League, uh, yeah. and they have shown that they are really, really good at Ibrox at home yeah. in the Europa League. They're only one nil down. First leg was in uh, was in Germany. Yep. Uh, Ibrox will be very loud, very intense. They. Have I mean, the winner of the Europa goes straight into Champions League, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So they yeah. they they could potentially. Uh... Oh, imagine West Ham. Oh my God. This is, you know, this is very interesting. This is, I'm not going to lie. This Europa is one of the most interesting ones I've seen because um, they're not your usual suspects in the semifinals. You know what I mean? They're, um, in my opinion, like Rangers, RB, uh, Frankfurt, and, um, and and West Ham, you know, these are, they're not your usual in my opinion. They're not. So, and um, yeah, I think that's interesting. I mean, by not their usuals, we mean not Sevilla. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Ken, I'll throw it over to you. Anything to add? Because we're kind of at the end here. We got a bit of time if you want to add anything. Um, probably just uh, the, the Football Writers uh, um, Association, um, Sala and uh, Sam Kerr, they're yeah. women and um, men footballer of the year. So I thought that was yeah. uh, a good shout. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, I, I must admit, I, I'm pretty sure they got it right. I'm pretty sure they got it right. And uh, um, sad note, uh, Riola has passed away, passed away earlier this uh, last week or late last week, sorry. Um, yeah. So the super agent uh, has passed away. We'll see what happens there. I have no idea. I assume he has a team behind him. I don't know. I don't know his setup. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's sad news in the, in the footy world. Um, but uh, apart from that, I don't know, guys, uh, the, the CPL has started. Uh, Atletico Ottawa started off with, with two wins and ended up getting smashed at home. And then, oh, man, I can't think about the latest result there, how they did on the road. Uh, but it's great to, to see some, some local footy at, at Lansdowne Park. Uh, so that's that's cool for us, and it's a good, um, good game, folks. It's fun. It's a good day. It's a good day out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good it's a good outing. It's cheap. It's it's relatively cheap, um, and it does, things don't look too good at TFC right now. Uh, Kiana with Bob Bradley and stuff. Um, we'll see if they they pick it up. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. TFC is kind of rebuilding, ish, but we'll we'll see how how that happens. Um, but uh, Montreal is doing well, though. So yeah. For Canadian team to look at. Uh, Montreal, uh, Vancouver not doing so well, but Montreal doing quite well. Uh, Montreal sit in, um, I think, in fourth place in the in Eastern Conference. So okay. um, keep an eye on Montreal. I think they're going to have a good season. they got some good players. Uh, quite a few men's national team players play for Montreal as well. Good. So uh, guys like Alistair Johnston True. and um, Kamal Miller are all with, um, uh, with Montreal. So Absolutely. Guys, that's, that's all I have. That's all I have. Um, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up until until next week. Uh, Kippers, for those who made it this far, thank you so much for hearing us ramble or listen to us ramble about footy and, and different opinions. It's always great to talk footy. And uh, Kenna, Tommy, it's always a pleasure having you guys on. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll continue this going and we won't have to wait a couple more weeks to, to discuss footy again. Yes, I can't wait. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hopefully next week. Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. See ya.